Welcome to Madcasters. You have just tuned in to the difference makers of a new generation. If you're looking for that disciplined effort to change your life, or the inspiration to make a difference in your communities and the world, Madcasters, this is the launch pad for you to go mad. What's going on, everyone? It's your host, Brian St. Louis, BSL in the building, and we are so excited to be introducing you our third episode of Madcasters. And with us today, we have our guest, Paul Calcote. And man, I'm so excited for him to be on the show today. Just just, just so you all know real quick, I, I got a chance to meet uh, Paul over the internet this week, or, or sorry, actually two weeks ago. And just the way that we connected, uh, you know, learning that he's a he's also a pastor. He's a pastor at um, in Houston, Texas, at the Champion Forest Baptist Church, and he actually studied at also at the New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary. But just the way that we just connected right away it was just so dope. It was just amazing, and definitely wanted to make sure that he could be on our show because I believe that this man has a lot of value to bring to our listeners and to myself. So we're definitely going to be having a good show with us today, and uh, I'm excited to introduce to us uh, Paul Calcote. Uh, Paul, man, uh, tell us a bit about your background and just how you got into ministry, how you got into podcasting, um, and, and you could also let us know your podcast and everything as well, man. Okay, most definitely, man. First of all, I just want to say, Brian, thank you so much for the invitation. I love what you're doing. Uh, what Madcaster stands for, making a difference. And so just brother to brother, I just want to say thank you for the invitation, man. <laughs> and it's like my first interview in Canada, so I'm pumped. But anyway, let me ask, answer the question at hand. Um, God is so good. I feel like I knew what I was called to do since a young age. My dad, uh, my parents are pastors in Mississippi, and they pastor a small church. And as I, as I was growing up, they gave me an opportunity to to preach. Um, I use preaching quotation because it gradually it, it gradually grew into actual preaching. I don't know what I was doing then at age eight. And so I just fell in love with ministry and the Lord gave me a gift to, to talk and I wanted to use that. And at that age, I didn't know that you could actually go to college for for ministry. And so went to college for ministry um, at the age of 19. I started. Um, so, yeah, I, I preached youth services at my dad's church, preached at my dad's church, got to college at the age of 19. I started this college ministry called Lighthouse Ministries. And the way that got started, Brian, is that I went to a private Christian school and I didn't know that at the time that was kind of code for a predominantly white school. And when I went to other ministries, I didn't see people on stage that looked like me. And that's not a deal breaker, but I think representation matters. And so the Lord allowed me, most definitely, bro, um, led me to start a ministry called Lighthouse Ministries. We met every Wednesday night for worship and the word. And it it it, um, it met a need in an unreached people group on the campus, African-American students, although it was open to anybody and everybody. And I felt like my growth, my spiritual growth grew exponentially as I had, I had a chance to preach and teach on a weekly basis. And that opened up some opportunities. So that's how I got started in the ministry. Uh, but podcasting is, to me, is another form of ministry. Um, I've heard this phrase and I didn't coin it. Somebody said that podcasts are the new pulpit, man. This is a way that we can fulfill the great commission. Cause man, when I see like that other countries, 
are like tuning in. I'm like, man, this is not glory to Paul, but glory to God that we're taking the gospel to to other nations. Because I make sure I try to include, I pray before every every episode, try to include scripture in every episode. And the name of my podcast is Real People, Real Talk. And my, oh yeah, bro. And my goal is to take the listener from surviving to thriving. I believe in five pillars of of health, holistic health. First and foremost, spiritually, I want people to know the Lord. And then I want them to thrive emotionally, relationally, physically, and financially. And man, I just have a heart. I really want to empower and equip every listener to be and do all that God has called them to be. So that's kind of like my ministry story in a nutshell. Man, that's what's up, man. I, honestly, I I love your your that tagline of empowering you to go from surviving to thriving. Because if you look, especially as what's going on right now during COVID, right? You got a lot of people who are just trying to survive, but but there are ways for us to be able to thrive in this season. And I and to be honest, man, I'm not gonna lie. I started, uh, I checked out your 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 Facebooks, your Instagram, and, and it looks like you're th- you're thriving, man. <laughs> your 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 church ministries are doing very well. Things are 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 really you know pushing in that in that in that way. And man, I just want to commend you for 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 moving and and working in that type of way, man, because it's not easy to thrive in this season come on it's not easy right but but for you to be coming out of your position and, and allowing yourself to to have these real talks and real conversations with individuals uh to to help them grow in that way you know i, I that's why i knew we had needed to have you on this show because as much as we focus on making a difference in the world around us right we i, I truly believe that you have to first start with yourself and so if you're talking about holistic health, this is something that we definitely need right now is to build our mind, um, body, soul, spirit and finances and family, you know, because at the end of the day, if we're not doing that, then we're we're not really going to be able to pour into the community. Right. We're not going to be able right. to make a difference in the world. So we got to start with ourselves. You tell us a little bit more about um, about what this episode is going to be focused on, man. Cause I, I think what you're going, to, what we're going to be speaking on today is very important. And I think we'll definitely add quite a bit of value to, to our listeners uh, and not just our listeners, but as you said to me too, man, cause I think this is, this is an important topic and it's something that people, people need to be willing to do in a sense, man. So talk us through that brother. Man, today's episode, man, it's going to be this phrase that's been ringing in my spirit called shoot your shot. And I know I got to give some context to it because now people think, you know, that's axing the girl out or whatever. But when I say shoot your shot, I'm talking about do that thing that God has been stirring in your heart to do. Mm-hmm. And one of the things for me in this season has been a a podcast and depending on what when you read the article but there's one article that says there's a million podcasts out there hmm. and you know i faced like some some imposter syndrome some like doubt and some fear i'm like what is going to my podcast one out of a million like you know who would listen to me and you know i don't have a lot of followers or i don't you know the clout that most other podcasters have but i realized you know through confidence in the lord that all those other podcasts ain't paul calco and to make it even more personal other podcasts are in brian st louis and you insert mm. your own name in there because god has given you a voice I, god is so good that i love his diversity in creation that we all can reach a different pocket mm-hmm. of the universe for the cause of christ right so i remember 
I love listening to motivational tips. Yeah. And so I listened to this old one by um, Les Brown. And he was like, he was giving this speech. He was like, what's the richest place on earth? And, you know, some people was like, um, it's the oil fields in the Middle East. He's like, nah, that ain't it, cuz. I mean, I'm paraphrasing here. Somebody said it's the, the, um, where the diamonds are in Africa. And Les was like, no, mm. the richest place on earth is the graveyard. Mm. There's books that haven't been written, mm. uh, businesses that haven't started, yep. um, songs that were never sung. Mm. And then to bring it up to our time, there are podcasts that never started. Mercy. That never started. Um, social media, internet ministries that never started. And so, man, I really, that's, that's what's been on my heart to encourage people to shoot their shot, whatever it is, uh, do the thing that God has called you to do. And man, I forgot where I got this quote from, Brian. It's so cool. It was like, in the year that you was born, God looked at the world at that time, at that day, in that month, with that particular season and culture, what was going on in the world and said, you know what? Their world needs a Paul. Their Mercy. world needs a Brian. Their world needs a you. And so, like, man, your birthday is really God saying, hey, this was the time that I wanted you to be in this world to make an impact. And I, okay, I got to say this. Man. Please shoot your shot in spite of the doubt. Man, I'm just thinking about Peter. Peter would have never walked on Come water. on, bro. If he didn't get out the boat. Hmm. And I feel like God is calling the listener to get out of the boat just in case shoot your shot sound too secular for you <laughs> just say get out the boat all right i won't be too churchy but get out the boat and peter he he started sinking in fear but as long as his eyes was on the lord he was walking on water so man get out the boat shoot your shot do that thing if you're looking for a sign to to start the business or to to publish your poetry um, consider this episode three your sign to do it and go do it now. That's what I'm talking about. Man, listen, yo, apparently we're on the same page, man. Because my first episode, I actually quoted that same Les Brown quote, bro. Word, word up, man. I love it. Yo, I, that quote when it hit me the first, I think I read that like three or four years ago. That thing took me out. It it because you know, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I've I've dealt with a lot of doubt in my life too. Right. I've had to overcome certain challenges. Um, I'm not even talking about overcoming challenges that are real. I'm talking about challenges that are in my mind. We got because if we don't start right here, we're screwed, man. And and so it it doesn't allow us to achieve or to move forward to the things that we want to do. And so, man, I love this whole concept of of shooting your shot, because if we don't shoot our shot, man, it, it, it not this. This is the thing I was adding to. If we don't do something that that God has given us, we're also allowing someone else not to be blessed because God has given us something that we're supposed to do and we're supposed to enact in this world. And he's like, yo, why'd you leave it in the dirt? I mean, we're going spiritual here for a second, right? But when he gave the, the person a thousand talents and or and two thousand talents and five thousand talents, the one with the five thousand ended up building it by uh to times two. The one with two thousand built it by times two, and the one with one thousand talents, all he did was dig it in a hole. You're just throwing all your talents away. You're not, you're not even blessing other people because you never know what you were supposed to do with that thing. So man, it it crippled me. Doubt has crippled me in certain ways. And, and, um, but to hear even what you're talking about right now, I, I realized, you know, you have to be willing to come out of your comfort zone. That's why I even started this podcast. You're right. You're right, bro. I went through the same thing. Like, yo, I know I'm a wow. pastor, but like at the end of the day, who really wants to listen to me? Who really wants right. to, like, 
Like, I mean, they listen to me on Saturdays, but sometimes I don't even know if they want to listen to me then. So, <laughs> so, but like at the end of the day, it's it's like this this um what you call it? You called it a uh, um something syndrome. What was that called? Imposter Impos- syndrome that we think okay. we don't have nothing to say. And I'm like, well, I didn't even know that concept. But when I looked it up, like, oh, I, I feel that. Like, why would somebody listen to me and all this self doubt? And man, you read in my mind when you shared that parable about the talents, man, and. Because you, people, I like to say like this, people are waiting for us, waiting for you to walk in obedience. I remember one of my best reviews that I got, it wasn't like, oh, this podcast was so great. It wasn't that. It was the fact that this person said, thank you for walking in obedience. Mercy. And I'm like, there are people needing the God, needing the Jesus on the inside of us. And Brian, I said like this, I want to get to heaven empty. Like, I don't want to get to heaven and say, man. You know, you should have did this and you could have did that. I want to get to heaven empty and say, I did. I was a great steward over every gift that God has given me because I'm reminded of the two fish and the five loaves. When Jesus fed the 5,000 plus the disciples, uh, uh, it was like two fish and five loaves. And the disciples, I forget who, I don't think the scripture names it, but one of the disciples was like, what is this among so many? Doubt, imposter syndrome, fear. And God was like, Jesus was like, uh, bring me what you got, man. Okay, I don't get too churchy, but he said, bring me what you got. Mercy. And they put that little in God's hand, and God fed over 5,000 plus. Now, this is a quick tangent here. Now, I'm, I may be reading into the text, but I like how Jesus, I'm not, he wasn't, he wasn't petty, but he was like, he, gave, he went the extra mile to show them that he was God. Right. There was 12 baskets left over. There was, in other words, one for every hey. doubting disciple. So you doubted me, they go a basket for you. But anyway, I don't want to get the on that. All I want to say is that the same way God took two fish and five loaves and fed the, fed the 5,000 plus, God can take your little Mercy. to reach multitudes. I love man. it. Oh, my goodness, man. I love it. I love it. That's that's so dope. How, how do you how do you think how do you think that? starting like like you starting your podcast going through these journeys uh, of doubt but but going over those obstacles how do you think that built your character man it taught me to really rely on the lord and to do my best and surrender the results up to him um and there was like like we said like there was some doubt there there was some fear there like who would listen to me and also i mean it was a big deal to me but i took my instagram from from private to public. And so once that went public and once my podcast went public, I realized that I am now opening myself up to criticism from anybody and everybody. And as pastors, I don't think it's only for pastors, but we have a bit of, I speak for myself, I have a bit of people pleasing in me. I have a bit of approval um, seeking in me. And so I know that everybody wasn't going to like it. And so they really kind of built up um, my character. And I had to accept the fact that everybody in my life isn't going to support uh, my podcast, but that's okay because God has called me to do this. And God, having God on my side is a majority enough. So, and, and, and that's what you call that real talk and real conversation, right? That authenticity, mm-hmm. authenticity, because a lot of pastors wouldn't be able to say what you just said. However, a lot of them think that, right? A lot of them, we have it, but but, we, but a lot of us are not being willing to just share and have that type of transparency. Because let's be real, man. We all have something that holds us back or or has issues in some shape, way, shape, or form. But we have to be willing to 
I, at least personally, I think that as we're transparent, it allows others to also be able to see that transparency and and want to want to grow with you because they're like, okay, this is someone that I can actually talk to. This is someone that that is real about their problems and also can can help me through mine. So uh, yeah, man, I, I appreciate you being being open in, in that in that sense, man. What do you what do you think so far right now has been one of the besides the doubt before besides the um uh the, the overcoming of of pretty much starting it through what what do you think has been one of your one of your biggest struggles uh, and this could be even in your ministry or in building your podcast I've been having difficulty like breaking into like the next barrier of numbers and I'm not sure how to do that yet. Like, it's been pretty even keel, like, from the time I started to right now. And so that's, like, one area, like, numbers-wise. Um, but I wouldn't, like, say that it's a failure because I think failures are, and I didn't say it first. Somebody else said it, but failures are just opportunities to grow and opportunities to learn. And I personally try to look at failures and difficulties as pit stops along the road of success because the way I define success is, obedience and faithfulness if i'm being obedient to god faithful to god i am success because if we're not careful we would define success as the world defines it and we'll always be searching for the unattainable and you know we'll find our identity in these horizontal things like our our marital status or our degree status or the zeros in our bank account or our followers or our views and if we keep searching for those things horizontally will always be left thirsty and only Jesus fully satisfies and fulfills us when we have our identity in the horizontal. So, um, I mean, I do have a goal of like at some point of reaching like a thousand, um, listeners per episode, eventually 2000. I know some, some, um, studies show that like 2000, it's like, um, if you got 2000 people in your church, it's a mega church. So I figure if I get 2000 listeners, I got like an online mega church. So, you know, and so that's like some difficulties and failures and things that I'm working through, but um, I'm content where God has me, but I always striving to to do more and reach more. I agree with that. Especially, especially that what you said in the last one, it's, it's okay. Like be content where you are, but you don't have to necessarily stay where you are. Keep thriving for for greater things, right? Excellent. What do you tell someone who doesn't even feel the need to come out and to and to be better, to be greater? You know, like how did they shoot their shot in a sense? Man, um, well, if you don't think you have a need to be better, um, I think you may mistakenly think that you're Jesus. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to keep it real with you. And I say this Mercy. humbly as a brother in Christ, but Jesus is the only one that was perfect. And I, I don't care what amount of quote unquote success that you reach. Mm. There's always a higher level. There's always room for improvement. I like to say that I'm self-aware enough to know that I don't know it all, that right. I have so much room to grow. Right. That's why I constantly seek, seek feedback so I can grow because we naturally have blind spots. So I would say, um, keep it real with yourself. Like you have the opportunity to do better and be better. And if you don't believe, ask the people closer to you. If they keep it real with you, you'll see that you have room for improvement. Just to just to keep it purely one hundred. That's real. That's real. But when I look at the typical individual, let's be real. Most of them don't really think that they're that high. Most of them actually deal with um, levels of insecurity, levels of um, of uh, you know feeling worthless, feeling invaluable. You know, what the, how does that person go from w- feeling worthlessness or and, and feeling invaluable to 
to taking those big steps in in and moving in a certain direction or trying something new or or going for that new business or you know moving forward in in their uh podcast or or whatever the case like how did they go from being feeling worthless to actually getting to that place and that's an excellent question brian and you mentioned it earlier it starts like with in the mind like a mindset and so i to go spiritual i place my identity in christ and so i have a high but healthy view of myself and just confident in who the lord made me and it's not because of who i am but it's because of whose i am like we can go back to the creation account um when God was creating everything and the last thing that God created was humanity. In other words, God saved the best for last and everything else that God created, um, he spoke it into existence. But when God got to you and when God got to me, he didn't speak us into existence, but he handmade us. And so I realized that I have been handmade by the ultimate creator, um, God. And there's other scriptures like we have been wonderfully and fearfully made. And I knew you and needed you in your mother's womb. And so as I'm constantly in God's word, that helps me with, with, with the confidence in my mindset and with the insecurities. And I want to say I'm learning ING because on the sanctification process, it is a process. And so that that is what helps me mentally in the area of insecurity. It's like, you know what? It's not about who I am. It's about whose I am and who I am because of Jesus. And so, so yeah, that's how we answer there, bro. That's a, that's a good answer, man. That's a good answer because uh, typically, you know, uh, even in the church, man, right? Even in the church in the spiritual sense, and I know not all of our listeners are are Christian or, or go to church, right? But um, mm-hmm. some people, you know, they're, they're still, well, I, you know, as they're in the church, they still deal with issues of insecurity and, and yeah. having this, this level of of understanding that they are gods, right? They're a child of God, um, because you know some of us. Well, I mean, actually, as I'm thinking about it, it, it could also be the fact that you know because of some of their relationships with their parents, right? Because a lot of people they they have Come on. this um this this correlation to who God is according to how their parents are, and and it's a it's a very fair point in a sense until you start having that very strong relationship with God yourself. Uh, you realize that that's on a whole nother level, but that correlation could look like, Hey, listen, um, you know, I see God a certain way because of how my parents treated me. And does God actually love me even though he's around? Is he looking at all my faults? Is he looking at, um, looking to, to pinpoint every single issue that I've done in my life? You know, there's, there's multiple things that, that can cause someone to feel, inferior or or worthless even in the eyes of god but god doesn't see us that way right and and i think that you know in order for us to continue to move in that direction as you said uh in order for us to to strengthen ourselves we have to be willing to see ourselves as to how god sees us not who we are but but whose we are right because we are god's children we are his people and he's trying to help us through to that man how do we okay this is this is someone who is actively now working towards this and they're actually doing certain things. But how do they go from, uh, let's say, level six to a level 10 where it's you, you are shooting your shot, but you're not giving it your all? How do they how do they mm. go there? How do they go from this from point? Let's say because they're, they're away from point 
A. So let's say, that, let's, how do they grow from point C to point E? Not even D, C to E. How do they get to that point? Mm. It starts with, and I think we hit on this, it starts with mindset. It's, it starts with accepting the fact that you're not there and you have room to improve. It starts with humility. But practically speaking, to go like to the next level, like the way that I grow and learn, like I've been speaking since I was eight. But I'm like, podcasting is still different. I'm 31 now, so I've been speaking for over 20 years. But at the same time, I still consider like I have so much to learn. And so I, I try to live in a posture of always being willing to learn from um, somebody or something. And so I like to say to people that I went to YouTube University. Um, <laughs> I went on YouTube before I started my podcast and still do and just um, search podcasts and search interview and search marketing or even now on netflix um i get on my elliptical and i'll watch uh the david letterman show and just how does he get his guests to bring out certain things and so um i read books about podcasts and i listen to podcasts about podcasts and with the conferences and i would say just never stop growing and the way that you go to that next level it's going to take intentionality from you commitment from you you have to be committed to growth and then get a plan and then execute that plan and that's how you go to the next level okay so you said something important here, man, because a lot of people, sometimes they even have a plan, but they don't execute. They don't get man, it done. Cause, cause like they'll, you and, and, and brother, <laughs> how yeah. many times have, have we been in meetings and people want to do this and that and X, Y, and Z, oh, let's say in our, church, <laughs> our churches, Come but on. then a second we're done with that meeting, who's actually doing something about it. We're talking about it. So, so now. So it, it goes beyond now just going from the mind and just putting it down on paper or on your internet, but we're talking about execution now. How do we get, right. what, what do we have, what are some action steps that someone can take and, and they can say to themselves right now, okay, this is what I need to do in order for me to go from this place to the next because um, and, and, and the sense of execution now. You got to move from, from dreaming to doing. Dreaming like is the fun part. I remember I like when I was that. talking about my podcast, it's like, what can I, you know, I remember I like these e-words. I want to encourage. I want to equip. I want to empower. I was gathering information. I, guys, what do you think I should name it? Like, I want it. It's going to be faith-based because faith is just a part of my life. But I also want to do it in such a way where somebody will feel comfortable inviting their non-church friend to listen to it. And from gathering information, dreaming, praying. But at some point... After dreaming, I had to write the plan. So the plan was like, all right, I need to buy a mic. Um, I need to buy some headphones. I need to, but that was the main thing that you really need. I need to find a place where it can host uh, my podcast. And I remember listening to this series about how to start a podcast. And then to be honest with you, I sat on it for about a month. Mm -hmm. And then I finally just executed. And that means, all right, I, I bought the mic. All right. And then even after I bought everything, there was still some fear and trepidation like i'm really about to do this so i set up on with my first person that was a guest i'm like hey this saturday we're doing it and so it's a matter of moving from daydreaming to actually doing i know a lot of times we say that we're waiting on god but a lot of times god is waiting on us because it reminds me of a gps if i put in the directions if Yo, i'm not out. in drive i'm done come on done. you already know <laughs> if i'm not in drive it's not going to speak to me and give me direction. And so, you know, we need to be in motion. 
we need to be executing. And as we doing that, um, I go back to the, the GPS example. As I'm moving along, it'll give me direction. Nice. So maybe God is waiting on you to take that first step. And once you take that first step, he'll meet you right there. For example, man, God laid on my heart just to do just to do like an Amazon wish list of things that I need and just, you know, put it on social media and see what happens. Um, I feel like we have not because we ask not. And so I, I had the thought. I executed it. Um, and I no longer like waiting on God, but God was waiting on me. And man, through that one post, this one person on my Instagram, I never met him. He said, hey, man, you might want to update your list. I just bought everything on your list. And uh, you probably want to put some new stuff on there. A person that I've never met, I think he's in California, and he just wiped out my list. And before he wiped it out, my mother-in-law had bought me like a mic. And so, man, when you walk in faith, wow. God would do some miraculous things. Wow. And I'll give you another example. I feel like, what was it? It wasn't when they parted the Red Sea. It was, um, I think it was when they was crossing the Jordan. And as yeah. they was walking, I feel like that's when the waters was coming apart. And so God moves yeah. when we move. Mm. Mm. Man, that that right there, just I love it. I love it. You you can't you can't sit still. You have to be willing to go forward, right? And as God is say walk by walk, faith, not sit by faith. <laughs> exactly. I was just working out before I, I came on <laughs> to the show. I was sweating like crazy, man. You probably see it on my IG at some point. But I'm sitting there. I'm I'm looking at the video and the guy's going crazy. I could be like, yo, man, I plan to work out. I plan to <laughs> I plan to look exactly like this guy. But if I don't actually do the things that he's doing and follow the directions that he's making me do for me to train myself, I'm not gonna get to that level. We have to be willing to come out of our comfort zones, man, and, and, and to step forward, execute. Because if you can't execute, you won't be able to shoot your shot. But I'll never forget, uh, there's this guy, his name is Brandon Hendrickson. And he was sitting in the front of the of the of the auditorium, and he had just won the the not the the Arnold. Um, he won the Arnold uh, championship that year, right? Uh, for men's physique. And I was sitting with my coach, and I was like, "Yo, is that Brendan Henderson?" He was like, "Yeah." Uh, and I just got like this. Oh man, oh, I don't. Oh, maybe I shouldn't. He was like, "What the heck are you doing, man? Go talk to the guy." <laughs> and I. <laughs> And I was like, yo, you know what? I just I'm just gonna go. And and we talked. He ended up coming on my on my pod oh, sorry, podcast, my YouTube channel. We ended up he, he gave mm-hmm. tips to the people who were following. It's one of my um, most viewed videos. And it's just like, and it's wow. just because I decided to step and to be honest, since that day, I stopped having a fear of talking to to people in high positions. Ever since that day. Mm, ever since that day, it, it made it gave me this 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 I was just like, yo, he's just another person. He's a great person. He, he does what he has to do. Right. There's a difference between someone who has uh, greatness in them and also inspires other people to be great. And there's, there are people like, mm. you know, those who are just sitting around doing nothing. And so, yes, he, he is. He's been doing great things. But I'll say this, man. I started realizing, yo, these, these are just people. They're humans. The only person that I should be acting like that with is Jesus Christ, to be honest. And so that that lack of that mm-hmm. fear pretty much left me, man. I started talking to people and just just being able to have that type of dialogue with individuals, man. 
Um, so it even helps in our relationships. Uh, this whole concept you're talking about with shooting your shot, man. And Brian, like one thing I will add to that, like the job that I have now, serving as a young adult pastor at this mega church in Houston, I was an intern, and they asked me to share my testimony. So I got out there, share my testimony, blase, blase, and I say at the end, y'all. Uh, I was going to graduate from the seminary that year. I say, so yeah, I'm going to graduate in December and, you know, I'm looking to go back home and probably do ministry at my dad's church. But if y'all want to hire me here, you know, I would stay here. And then I paused. I said, maybe y'all didn't hear me. I said, you know, if y'all want to hire me here, I would stay here. And that was a form of me shooting my shot. And lo and behold, things worked out in the budget where they needed wow. um, a college pastor. Man, even taking it back to college, one more story, taking it back to college, I, I won this scholarship. And it ran out. And so I emailed the person and I was like, do y'all do like like another scholarship? Just asking for more. And this lady was so taken back in a good way and impressed. She said, man, that takes a really bold person to actually, you know what? Um, I got such and such such uh, for you. And so to make a long story, like, man, she's been a blessing in my life. And from that one ask, I remember I counted up maybe like five thousand, six thousand more dollars throughout the years with different things she gave me to do. And what if, hey, a closed mouth don't get fed. So whatever metaphor you want to use, execution, get out there. And really, the more shots that you take, the more that you miss. That's, and, but you just got to get the rebound and lay it up. Because uh, I remember one outrageous shot that I took. I DM um, uh, Barack Obama trying to get him on the podcast. I even went through the correct channels. It's a certain... Um, uh, website that you do and ask for him and his wife to be on and the worst thing can happen a no. is a no and so mm. yeah that's real bro some <laughs> people would t- look at you and be like oh he's just cocky <laughs> mm. but I don't think that's cockiness man that's confidence that's confidence man there's a big Fact, difference man. between that and and to be honest uh, look where you like you know what I'm saying look where you are now if you didn't take that opportunity you wouldn't be in the position that you're in so I I don't know. So some people, man, they they look at this and 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 it could even turn them off to say, oh well, you know, this person did this and that. But yo, if you don't take those opportunities, then where are you supposed to go? How are you supposed to how are you supposed to move forward? My wife told me that all the time. Like she she always says, you you be asking people some of the craziest things, <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, the worst they could say is no. <laughs> so. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like you you have to be willing but you know what some people can't take a no some people okay. some people don't know how to take yeah. a no and still bounce back from that how how would you how would you help someone or what would you say in helping the individual who who has a difficulty with with um mm. with accepting uh a, a negative feedback or or for accepting no's in their lives I would say emotionally, anything you hear a no, any form of rejection sucks. It hurts. It's, it don't feel good. We we like to hear yeses. We like to open doors. Um, but, I mean, quick side note here, the same guy that blesses through yeses and open doors, he blesses through no's and closed doors. So I would just say, man, I just operate from this place that the, the worst that can happen is a no. And, I mean, the more that I've asked, the more that I've gotten, but also the more no's. And so sometimes your no's, could be steps on the way to the yes that you need. So just one of the things that, I mean, pull yourself up by the bootstraps, man. You just got to deal with deal with that no and move on. It's not like 
you know, I DM Barack Obama and now somebody put me on blast. Ha ha. He didn't get an answer. <laughs> I mean, he, he just hasn't responded. Right. And if he do, Kudos you know, to you. <laughs> we'll see. So, man, that's what I mean. It's true. I, I, I agree, man. And I'm not going to lie. I, I used to have very hard difficulties hearing those because it was just like, mm. man, you know, how how do you how do you get back from that? But I started realizing, um, actually, especially after I finished my theology degree, I got a lot of no's, like over over mm-hmm. twenty, you know. And I sent it to like different different conferences, different people, X, Y, and Z. And I was just like, you know what, um, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go back to school. So I decided to go through the seminary. Um, and this is a whole other experience, man. But ultimately, at the end of the day, you know, I'm here today. You know, it took a while, uh, and nice. but. And and it took a journey because my journey went up, down, up, down, up, and down. But ultimately, I, we're still here, right? You're still alive. You're still oh, able man. to move forward. So a no can. And to be honest, I think about it. I'm like, yo, man. Um, if I wasn't in the place that I am right now, God knew I needed to be where I am. God knew who who should be my senior pastor. Come on. <laughs> you know, God knew who where I needed to be uh, in my life because. When I look back at the last 10 years, it, it just makes sense. It makes sense why the no's happen and why the yes is here today. You're going to move forward. You're still, you're still alive. <laughs> you're not dead. Just keep, just keep it moving. And, and I think that that helps out a lot. Who do you think has been one of your greatest impacts in your life as well? And throughout, you know, throughout your process, throughout everything that you're going through in this world? Man, that's the easiest question I've had. It, it would definitely be my mom and my dad. I like to say that I, I grew up with privilege, and I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about the fact that I feel like I'm privileged because I grew up with two parents in the house that loved the Lord. And they taught me to know Jesus. Um, they taught me a lot about uh, pastoring and ministry. I feel like I was so much, I say this humbly, but I feel like I was so much ahead of the game once I got to seminary because I lived with my parents and I saw the ministering and the pastoring that they did. Of course, like when I got to seminary, I learned more. I am, you know, I am, you know, obviously pro um, self-improvement and, and continuing growth. But the main thing, they just like major supporters just with, you know, I'm proud of you, you know, for doing God's work. And that that confidence not only comes from my relationship with the Lord and my identity in him but a lot of that confidence also come from my parents just encouraging me and telling me i can do anything so i i feel like i can take over the world man and so they have been a huge influence on me um i think i had added some stuff to the wish list and uh my mom not on facebook so she didn't even know that i had a wish list but i was telling her how god blessed and she was like what else on there and then she took care of the rest and so uh well her and my dad took care of the rest so definitely my parents huge influence the main thing they taught me to know god that's what's up man that's that's great because I mean if it starts at the house that means you've been getting that since you were you know a baby you know from from birth so it's yeah. it's important um I, and I have a question dealing with this right because some people mm-hmm. don't have that type of influence some people don't have those individuals who inspire them to move forward in that sense um, and and from an early age they might even have. Uh, parents or or influences that can move them in the wrong direction in life. How do they how do they move forward in in taking steps into the into you know shooting a shot or or trying new things when they've had this type of 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 burden on their lives for so long? 
I would say first something like that. Um, it takes some mental and emotional work. And like I'm a huge advocate of like self-care, like going to counseling. And that may be like the first step in just being healed. Because if we take this unforgiveness with us, it's just this this weight that's always going to 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 be there. And so that, that's what I say. Do the first step. Do what you need to do to, to heal mentally and emotionally, whether that's a support group or whether it's actually going to counseling and seeing somebody. And let me just say, nothing is wrong with that. I know a lot of time in the church, we can over-spiritualize and even demonize um, yes. mental health. But I like to say, man, pray and go to counseling. Like I am, I believe in prayer. I believe that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But if I have a headache, my first response, I'm going to pray. Lord, help me. If that headache continues, Brian, I'm going to get some Advil and pray again. <laughs> now, if that headache hurts bad enough and continues after that, I'm going to go and seek professional mm. help. And so the same way that God blesses us with doctors and dentists and surgeons and nurses for our physical ailments, he blesses us with psychiatrists and counselors and therapists for our mental and emotional um um, ailments as well, so that'll be the first start. Um, get just get that get that healing, and I also believe just in in the importance of community. So maybe yeah, that's good. you don't have a family that's support that's that's supportive, but the thing about Christianity is like a built in family, the body of Christ, and so we become brothers and sisters in Christ, united by Jesus, and maybe going to church and accepting accepting the Lord. You can find a community and, and that support there because there's people that go to my church that support the podcast, whether it's through like encouragement or through like buying t-shirts. And we need that. No man is an island. I don't believe in this whole self-made thing. At some point, you needed somebody along the way. And so you yeah, get healed and then get some community. I like that. Get healed and get community. Mentorship somewhere along the line, right? One 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 of the um That's one of the Brian. things that you know we'll be having on this show is this is the whole concept of pouring into others, right? And we're going to be talking about mentoring yeah. um, and how uh, you could could change the trajectory of one person and and how your your life your influence could change that one person. Um, but then you know on the flip side, it's also important for that one person or, or that kid, that teen, that, that individual to to look for someone who they aspire after right and they see someone who's yeah. like okay this is someone who i would like to be like and they can get mentoring from them too and and you know what they got to shoot their shot sometimes you just gotta ask mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. you just gotta be like yo can you would you want to mentor me would you want to would you want to help me and, and and it might sound weird but there are people who are willing to 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 take that step, you know, to take the time and and see you as mm-hmm. valuable. So I like I like that a lot, man. Take care of your of your health, your mental health, and healing, and then make sure that you find community. Those those are Fact. two great steps I think anyone can take. You know, who has been dealing with uh, having um, some some pain in their lives and and having difficulties to shooting their shot, to trying something new, to opening up their new business, to to starting that new venture because of of things that have held them back in the past. So yeah, that's those, those are very valuable, uh, very valuable information, man. Paul, if you had to leave us with one last tip, something that that can help uh, the people overall, everyone who's listening um, on on this topic with shooting your shot, what would be the last thing you would like to like for us to hear? And, and for us to take with us? Great question. If it was one phrase, it would be what I already talked about, um, shooting your shot. 
if it was one word, it would be execution. Mm. And so just prayerfully just think through what is one step that I can take to become closer to answering that call on God's life. And not to get too deep theologically, but um, there's a difference between those that are called and those that are chosen. And I believe the difference is between the call and the chosen is that the chosen answer the call. And so my encouragement to you would be to answer that call that God has placed on your life. Once again, it may not, hey, it could be a church, it could be a ministry, but maybe it's a podcast. Maybe it's going to school or going back to school or starting a, um, a business or starting a support group. You know that yeah. thing that, you know, just been like itching and just stirring in your heart. Just do that. Oh, one more thing. When you are walking in purpose and obedience, God blesses you. And I'm not talking about, oh, you get a thousand dollars. I'm talking about God blesses you with this sense of fulfillment, like and like a peace and a purpose that other things can give. And so, like when I'm in my studio, when I say studio, my closet. When when I'm in my closet, uh, recording these episodes and releasing them out, I just feel and having conversations like this. I just feel so fulfilled that I'm doing what God has called me to do, and that's just a free right. benefit of shooting your shot. So execute, execute, wow. execute. I think I'm going to have to take that hard for my life, man. The chosen are the ones who answer the call. That's that's mm. deep, man. An execution. I appreciate that, man. Uh, Paul, thank you so much for coming on our show. I uh, just really appreciate all the wisdom, the value that you've been adding to us today. Uh, I think anyone who's listening to this episode is going to be able to come out of this stronger, better, uh, and just being able to to take the right directions, the right steps for them to be able to move forward and and to shoot their shot. And, you know, that could be, hey, you know what, that could be in a relationship. But we're talking about, you know, taking it into the next level, into their lives, you know, taking that opportunity, the, the new job, that new business, um, taking steps in order for you to to really grow as a person and, and come out of that comfort zone. And before you leave, um, we'll do this, uh, outside of, of this, of this recording, but I just want you and our listeners to know, I just want to send you this book. I just want to, if you had it, I'll be like, all right, you got it, but I'm going to be giving you this book, man. And, um, the last arrow by, by Erwin, uh, Raphael McManus. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's a, it's a play. It was a great pleasure to have you here. And I just want to give you this gift. Um, you'll probably get it in the mail through Amazon and, and, and we'll send it that way, man. But just want to say thank you again, Paul, uh, for, for being our guest and, um, and people, please check out his podcast. Um, it's called real, real people, real talk, and it's empowering you to go from surviving to thriving. So please make sure you take that opportunity to check his podcast out as well. And, and, you know, support, you know, this is not about one person. It's not about uh, one podcast or, or about, uh, individual, you know, uh, building oneself. It's about a community of individuals growing together and, and being able to move forward in this sense. That's why this is called Madcasters. It's not called Madcaster, right? We're, we're all the people. We're all coming out here together. All our guests, our individuals, our listeners, for us to to thrive and to make a difference in this world. So, Paul, thank you again for being on the show, and uh, we appreciate you. And hopefully, we'll have a def- another time as well. Blessings to you, and um, thank you, Paul. Thank you. Blessings to you, my brother. 
Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Madcasters. Please leave a positive review on the show if you like today's episode. And be sure to follow us on Madcasters at Instagram and also Madcasters on Facebook. where You'll be able to get updates, surveys, and many more surprises. Please go to madcasters.com where you'll be able to access the shows, blogs, and book reviews. Also, spotlights of organizations that you can support and donate to as well. And if you would like to support Madcasters even more, please go to our Patreon page. It's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash Madcasters. I'll be giving out a free book monthly to one of our Patreon supporters as well. And there are many more surprises to come for all those who are Patreon supporters. This is the end of our episode, but this is not the last. I promise you, Madcasters, we are about to have a blast. But don't forget, Madcasters, this is the launch pad for you to go mad.